You're listening to Flaunt, Find Your Sparkle and Create a Life You Love After Infidelity or Betrayal. Have you been betrayed by life, your body, or someone that you love? You're not alone. No matter what you've been through, Naked Self-Worth helps you regain confidence, joy, and enthusiasm so you can create a life you love and flourish. Tune in weekly and learn how. Hello, welcome to Flaunt. Find your sparkle and create a life you love after infidelity or betrayal. I'm Laura Cheadle, and today we're going to talk about why men cheat. Oh yeah, that's a big one. And this truly is the million dollar question. Here's what I want to say about this show before we get in too deep. When you ask the question, why do men cheat? What I ask is, why does it matter? Why does it matter? The answer is for you. It matters for you, for your healing, so you can move forward, so you can feel better. Why they cheat doesn't matter. What matters is you. And you're going to have to listen to the whole show to understand that cycle, to understand how it comes full circle back to you and how none of this is an excuse or letting them off the hook, but it's all about you. So you can come back to life and set yourself free after infidelity or betrayal. Here's why this is going to be different than other podcasts you've listened to, maybe articles you've read, programs that you've done. This is one of the things that makes me, my programs and my coaching different. We're not just going to talk about why men cheat and go through that whole list of superficial reasons like, oh, he needed better sex and the spark was gone and blah, blah, blah. What we're going to get to is that underlying root cause. I am a former corporate attorney. And as a corporate attorney, it was my job to look at situations and to analyze and to get down to that root cause, that reason why. And that's what I do in my coaching of women with infidelity. And that's what I'm going to be doing in this show today is going over the innumerable reasons why men cheat and then boiling it down to the reasons why, what caused that? What caused that? Because point blank, unless you understand the reason why, you are not going to be able to move forward in that relationship. I'll say that again, unless you truly understand what caused it, the root cause of why your partner cheated, you will not be able to move forward in that relationship. And I'm going to broaden that a little bit more too. You will have a much more difficult time in your own healing, in your own moving forward, if you can't get a handle on the reason why. First of all, it's a very complex thing to untangle. The reason why a man cheats 
And let me just back up here. Men or women cheat. They cheat for similar and different reasons. And for sake of simplicity, I'm just talking today about why men cheat. But this is applicable to both genders. So just wanted to put that out on the table. The reason men cheat is complex. And what I want you to know is it is never because of you. Men never cheat because of something you did or you did not do. It is a choice. Unless you literally held a gun to their head and said, you will go cheat now, it is on them. It is not on you. There could have been things that you did that contributed to a feeling or an experience that he had that then led to the cheating. But you never, ever cause the cheating. And you are never, ever responsible for somebody else's choice. When somebody cheats, it is on them. 100% it is on them. Again, you're in a relationship. There's some things like you can be pouring salt on their wound. It is their wound. You probably don't realize you're pouring salt on it. And that can cause a little bit more them to cheat. But you didn't create that wound and you are never, ever responsible for them cheating. Okay, the first reason that men cheat. Men cheat because they want out of a relationship. They're done and they don't know how to address it. They feel fear, shame, or anger. You know how I just said that so many things, there's a root cause? The root cause of all of these reasons why men cheat are fear, shame, and anger. So as we talk about each reason why men cheat, I want you in your mind to start thinking about hmm, fear, shame, and anger. And where do they come in? Okay, a man cheats because he wants out of a relationship. If you want out of a relationship, why don't you just tell your partner, hey, we're not compatible and I'm not really happy and I'm not really loving this. I think we need to look at separation. Okay, well, what comes up around that? Fear. Oh my gosh. Does my partner feel the same way? Does my partner not feel the same way? Is my partner going to be really angry? Are we going to be like in this bitter embattled divorce for the next 50 years? Am I going to lose my income? Am I going to lose my house? What, what is my family going to say? What are, what is her family going to say? Then that moves into that shame. Oh my gosh, I am abandoning my family. I couldn't make this marriage work. There's shame around that. What she told me, I couldn't do it. Oh my gosh, there's all this shame over what I'm doing wrong. I can't be the man that she wants me to be. There can also be anger. I'm unhappy and I know she's unhappy too. Why isn't she doing something about it? Why isn't she the one filing for divorce? Why isn't she the one making plans? Darn it, we both know that we're not happy. Why isn't she doing it? Fear, shame, and anger. Now, to be clear, I'm not making an excuse. If a man or a woman wants out of a relationship, 
they do need to put on their big girl panties, so to speak, or their big boy panties, (laughs) and deal with it. They need to move into that fear, into that shame, into that anger, and have some difficult conversations to get some information. But the bottom line is, even though that's the rational thing to do, it's a really hard thing to do. And in our society, men are taught to be the big, brave, blah, 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 you know, manly man, but they're not taught about being emotional and relational. And they're not taught that it's okay to be sad or vulnerable or in a state of fear (laughs) or shame or anger. So, so often when a man wants out, instead of dealing with all of these big, difficult emotions, he's going to look for an excuse. He's going to look for the easy way out. He's going to look for something outside of himself that now it just has to happen. I don't have to have the difficult conversation. I'm going to do a really bad thing and it's going to break it. And it'll be so much easier to bear her anger than her pain. I want you to hear that again. It will be so much easier to bear her anger than her pain. So often people say, if he loved me, why did he cheat? Or how can he love me? How can he say he loved me? If he cheated, that doesn't make any sense. And it does, and it doesn't. Think about what I just said. I can't bear her pain, so I'd rather have her be angry at me. Deep inside, there's some love. There's some compassion. There's some caring for. We've all been in a situation where somebody wants to move forward with the relationship and we don't. And it's hard because we do care about them. Or we do love them and we don't want to hurt them. But we also know that we need to put that boundary around ourselves. And just breathe into that for a minute. When a man wants to leave you, when a man wants to leave the relationship, he can still have love for you as a person. Maybe it's not the romantic love, which is why they want to leave, but he would rather bear your anger than your pain because of those feelings of love and caring for you. Now, the second reason a man cheats and this is going to blow your mind, I promise you, is because he wants to stay in the relationship. Men cheat when they want to stay in the relationship. Now, I'm sure you're going, wait, got to clean up my ears. What are you saying, Laura? That makes no sense. But here's what I want you to think about. Sometimes when we want something desperately, and we don't know how to get it, we do some really stupid things. We act out. We are seeking help. 
but we don't know how to get that help. So we just start doing random things, hoping somebody's going to notice. Men sometimes cheat because there's something wrong in the relationship and they don't know what it is. And they don't feel like they can come to you to say anything about it because again, they've been culturally conditioned to be the man who knows everything and solves all these problems and their sense of their own masculinity and their identity as the problem solver or the warrior or the protector or, you know, the provider or whatever. And they're struggling and they can't reconcile their identity as this big protector who knows all and does all with the fact that inside they're kind of a lost, scared, emotional, little boy who is afraid that this relationship isn't going to work out. And because they're so afraid that this relationship isn't going to work out, even though they really want it to work out, they do some stupid stuff like cheat that is an acting out and acting out of desperation and acting out of confusion and acting out of somebody fix this for me. Somebody make this better for me because I don't understand myself. All I know is I want things to be better with my partner and I don't know how to get them to be better. Moving back down to that root cause, fear, (laughs) shame, anger, anger and disappointment that this was supposed to be the perfect marriage, that we have all these great years together. We have a great home life. We have a great family. We we have all of this stuff. Why am I not feeling loved? Why am I not feeling connected? Why am I not feeling that spark anymore? But they can't verbalize it. They just sit there and stew. And their head becomes their own echo chamber of this is what's wrong and this is what I don't feel and this is what I wish I had. And and why isn't she, you know, adoring me anymore? And why am I not feeling this? And why is she rejecting me? And why are we tired? And it's this whole litany of false beliefs that marriage is supposed to be joyful, that relationships are supposed to be happy that we will never go to bed angry. And that shame and that fear that something is wrong with me. Why can't I make this relationship work that I so desperately want to have work? That I love my wife. I love our kids. I love my dog. I love my house. I love my community. I love all of this. So why can't I make it work? And the subtext of that is what is wrong with me? What is wrong with me that I can't make this work? Again, shame. What's wrong with me? Fear. I can't seem to fix this. Anger. What's wrong with me? This isn't what I want. So cheating sometimes becomes a mechanism to almost try to figure it out, to try to reverse engineer in a way. Like, okay, if, if I can build this with somebody else, if I can try this with somebody else, then I can try this at home and see if it works. Again, I'm not justifying it. It's a poopy poor way to do it. But that's that thinking. That's that underlying thinking. If I can make connection over here, maybe I can take those tools over here. If I can find spark and romance over here, maybe I can find spark and romance over there. 
but I want this relationship to stay and I'm willing to do anything to make this relationship better, including cheat. Now, again, does that have anything to do with you? No. Are you a party to this relationship? Yes. Might you want out? Yes. Might you want to stay in? Yes. Might you have your own fears, shame, and anger, and frustration over everything that you've been through? Oh, heck yes. But still, cheating is a choice. So men cheat because they want out of a relationship. Men cheat because they want to stay in the relationship and they don't know how to make it better. Another reason men cheat is because of substance abuse or some kind of addiction, whether it's a pornography addiction or a full-blown sex addiction. Addiction is surprisingly common and that behavior gives that dopamine hit and it makes you feel better. But that's the problem with an addiction. You get the hit and you feel better, but then it takes more and more and more and more and more of that hit the next time. And that's the case for a lot of serial cheaters. They start off just thinking, I'm, I'm unhappy. There's a problem here. I'm just going to do this. And it makes them feel better. And then pretty soon it's completely out of control. And I don't want to spend too much time on substance abuse and addiction here because that's, that's something that we really need to spend a whole hour on, but it is a reason. I just wanted to lay it out that it is a reason. Another reason that men cheat, the fourth reason that men cheat is for external validation. And oh boy, there's a lot to say <laughs> on external validation. I think as we go in and we talk about causation, I think external validation is one of the most common root causes for cheating out there. Okay, let's start unwinding external validation and break it down a little bit. When we seek external validation, it's because we don't feel good about ourselves. Now think about that. We are seeking external validation because we're not feeling good about ourselves. We have low self-esteem. We are maybe aging. We have had some disappointments in our career and our family. This is what people sometimes call the midlife crisis affair, although it doesn't always have to take place in midlife. It's when that disappointment starts hitting. When we start realizing I'm not infallible, I'm not invincible, I am a human and living is really darn painful. Now, what makes this worse sometimes is when you are doing well. When you, whatever it is, are staying in shape, are connected to the community, are really handling parenthood, are kicking booty in your career, and your spouse is not. And it's not really jealousy. It's not that they're jealous of you, although there can be some of that. But it's this whole self-esteem that 
they're not getting validated. And yes, it could be that they're not getting validated from you, that they feel like you are not appreciating the things that they do, but it's bigger than that. It's that they're not getting validated in life. You know, as kids, we get rewarded. We get pats on the back. We get, you know, ribbons. We get ice cream. And then life gets rolling and we don't get a lot of validation. People don't say, yay, you've driven to work five days this week. Yay, you did the laundry and put it away. There's not a lot of validation in life. And it stinks. And while it's not necessarily your job to be like placating and you know, offering all these fake gratitudes and platitudes to your spouse. It is important for all of us to realize how much we appreciate validation. Because if you're anything like me, I got awfully tired of cooking meals and cleaning the kitchen and mopping the floor and driving kids to sports and doing all of that stuff. And it was really nice to have somebody say, wow, I saw how you got up an hour early to take, you know, that dog to the vet. Wow, I saw how you did this, that, or the other thing. And again, there is no fault that you didn't do it, that he didn't do it. It's human nature that we don't do it. It's human nature that the busier we get, the more self-absorbed we get, and the more focused on our own pain points that we get. And then the more negatively we see the world. When you have a healthy emotional base, when you have healthy self-esteem and you realize life has ups and life has downs and that's just the way it is, you are less likely to seek external validation in an unhealthy way like with cheating. But when you have low self-esteem, when you're not in touch with your emotions, when you feel fear, oh my gosh, all she does is nag at me. She never appreciates anything. I must really be losing it. I must be old. I must be out of shape. I must be ignorant. We start internalizing it. Then shame, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Why couldn't I keep this relationship going? And then that anger starts bubbling up. She never appreciates anything that I do. All she does is nag. I do, 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 do for her. And all she does is nag. It's this cycle. And then men cheat because they seek external validation. They will seek somebody who thinks they're wonderful. They will seek somebody who is willing to take whatever scraps they offer because scraps are enough. So then inside the man's head, he's like, ha ha, they're getting their ego stroked. I am amazing. All I offer her is X, Y, and Z, and she is fine with it. Where my wife, she wants the whole alphabet. That's that seeking of external validation. Now we're going to break this down a little bit because I hope you're a little triggered listening to that. 
because this was a big one in the reasons why my husband cheated. And I would get so triggered by that because I'd be like, grow up. Life is not easy. I see that you're working every day. I see that you're struggling, but so am I. So is everybody. Grow up and deal with it. Here's what kind of shifted and helped me understand that a little bit more. My background. I was raised in a solid, connected, loving home. My husband was not. He had a lot of trauma. He had a lot of wounding. He was abandoned. My base level of self-esteem is higher. His base level of self-esteem was lower. Why I didn't see that was because I was more comfortable expressing my vulnerabilities probably because I'm female and I was conditioned by this culture and society to be okay talking, whining, crying, saying, I need help. This is just awful. I'm so confused. Let me read a self-help book. Let me go to yoga. Let me have my girlfriends. We'll have a little wine and wine party. Whereas for him, he lived in more of a state of false bravado. I'm fine. Don't, it's, don't ask me. I've got it. I'm fine. It's all fine. Because men typically don't sit on the couch with other men and complain and whine and talk and cry and read sappy movies and get their emotions out. So think about that interplay. It's not an excuse. It's a reason. He still made the choice to cheat. But he made that choice because he thought it would help him feel better because he needed more validation. And he needed more validation than I needed validation because he had lower self-esteem to start. Because he would look at me and I was doing well. And he would think, that panics me. That puts me in a state of fear. She is doing great. Her body looks great. She's got great friendships. Her career is going great. And then it would put him in that state of panic and it would spiral him down more. So that's how the thinking goes. Now, I'm not justifying it. I'm explaining how the thinking goes. I'm explaining why trauma matters. From his point of view, the better I got, the worse he thought I saw him. Because in his traumatic past, when people got too good, they left. When things were too good, they fell apart. From his traumatized past and point of view, good things equated to threats. Having things go right meant there was going to suddenly be an increase in instability. And his nervous system and his body and his entire psyche was just seeking stability. Here's a big one. I want you to look at your partner's affair partner. 
Look at the other woman. Look at the other woman objectively. Objectively, if the other woman is, and I'm hesitating because I hate saying lower class, lower quality, worse than you, because we're all divine children of God. We are all good, kind, wonderful parts of spirit, blah, 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 blah. But look at the affair partner. Does she measure up to you? If she does not measure up to you, there is a very high chance that your partner cheated because they were seeking external validation. Who are you going to seek out to stroke your ego? Not somebody that's better than you, not somebody that's potentially going to reject you, but somebody that's lower than you, somebody that's worse off than you, somebody that will take your scraps and will feel really happy about it because they feel like it's the best that they can do. Typically, the affair partner is a reflection of your partner's inner state. The affair partner is a reflection of your partner's inner state. My husband always cheated down. And I mean, way down. I mean, really way down. And at first, that made me go, are you kidding me? I must be trash. If he sought this out as a choice over me, I must be below that. And holy cow, I never realized how low and awful I was. And then I started understanding the reasons why men cheat and that underlying fear, shame, and anger. Then I started understanding that the affair partner is a reflection of their inner state and it made sense. He cheated with people who would never reject him. He cheated with people who would never challenge him. He cheated with people who would never push him to get better who would never seek anything from him. He cheated with people who he could not fail with. I'm deep. I'm complex. I have big problems. I have big thoughts. I required a lot of him. And he didn't feel like he could meet my needs. He didn't feel like he could live up to my standards. So part of the cheating was seeking external validation with women who were very simple, uneducated, thought he was amazing. And it stroked his ego. Now, the fifth reason men cheat, and this kind of goes into some of those core root causes, but the fifth fifth reason that men cheat is because they're emotionally immature. And again, I I can kind of hear your eyes rolling over this. (laughs) And it is a little bit eye rolling worthy because come on, get mature. But again, when you think about the way many men, most men are raised in our society, they are not raised to be very emotionally mature. 
They are not raised to talk about their feelings. They are raised to walk it off. They're raised to tough it out. They're told, don't cry like a girl. There's this whole culture, and it's kind of crazy, about what men are like and what women are like. And I really want you to think about all of the ways in your relationship your man might not have emotional maturity. And this is not in a blaming, shaming, judgmental way. This is objectively taking a step back and asking yourself, is this an emotionally available person? Is this a mature man or is this a wounded boy? Is this a confused teenager? And as part of that, I also want you to look into your partner's past. Did they have a trauma at a certain age? Did they lose their virginity at a young age in a questionable situation? Did they have a parent abuse them emotionally, physically? Did they witness something traumatic? Did they have to switch schools all the time? Did their parents get a divorce? Anything that you can think of, there was a traumatic incident. Oftentimes, as humans, our development ceases when we experience a trauma. The reason why is because that trauma intervenes and it takes our emotions and our thoughts and our resources and we have to deal with the loss of a parent, the loss of a sibling, um, fitting in at school, failing something, navigating, you know, our parents' divorce. We have to use all of our resources to process and handle that trauma. So sometimes the normal developmental things that we would go through are really hijacked. And then all of a sudden, like if somebody had a traumatic incident at nine, their parents' divorce, they're molested by one of their parents' dating partners. They go into some poverty. They have to move school two or three times. So from like 9 to 11, all of that's happening. And then at say 11 or 12, things start settling down. And then that kid can start calming. That kid can start having their nervous system toned down. They can start finding some stability. But really, there's been two or three years where a lot of that normal developmental stuff has not happened. So now they're like a a 12 or 13 year old, but they have the emotional resources of an 11 year old. Well, what happens when you walk into a situation and you're suddenly behind where everybody else is doing things differently? Well, you feel like an imposter. When you feel like an imposter, then you start puffing up a little bit. You start faking it, especially for men. They really feel like they have to step into it. And that's that bravado. That's sometimes that toxic male attitude. And it's because they realize, holy cow, I'm not up to snuff here. I don't understand some of these things. These, you know, connections in my brain have not happened. I haven't had these experiences. And they just keep faking it and covering up. 
And then, again, it's the self-fulfilling prophecy that the more they fake it, the more they do wrong things, the more they move into fear, shame, and anger, and the less emotionally available and the less emotionally mature they become. So just look back into your partner's past. If your partner had a traumatic incident at six years old, I bet who comes out when your partner is in stress is a wounded six-year-old. If your partner had something traumatic happen at 13, who comes out in a stressful moment is a fighting, angry 13-year-old. Again, this is not an excuse, but it's a reason why. In my book, Flaunt, Drop Your Cover and Reveal Your Smart, Sexy, and Spiritual Self, I have a whole series of questions that you can use to help break down justifications versus excuses versus reasons why. It's never an excuse, but when you can understand the reason why, then you can start understanding, finding compassion, and then eventually moving in to forgiveness. Now, the same is true for you, too. Look back into your own past. Where did you experience traumas? Because if you had trauma at eight and your partner had trauma at six, and then you're experiencing a tough time in your relationship, guess who's fighting it out? Two wounded kids, six and eight. If you had trauma at two and your partner had it at three, Guess who's fighting during your tough times? Two toddlers. If your trauma was in your teenage years, same deal. Who's showing up? Hormonal, raged-filled teenagers. Whenever we're in distress, we default into the past. We default into that self-preservation, self-protection mode. And that is why so many men cheat. And statistically speaking, more men cheat than women. And I think that's all kind of part of the reason why, because women are more able to be vulnerable, to reach out, to cry. We are encouraged to be in touch with our emotions, whereas men are not. So emotional immaturity is a reason why men cheat. They can't move on and they don't get it. Now, the sixth reason men cheat. And this is just kind of a big, a big chunk too. It's this ego piece. It is this ego piece that they're entitled to it, that they deserve it. And again, this is such a cultural phenomenon that who's the real man? Who's the manly man? The real man is the man who conquers, hunts, kills, conquests. There's not a lot of archetypes for a man who is a healthy, balanced, loving father. Think about our language around like, you know, the old ball and chain and um, a lot of kind of derogatory languages and phrases for men who are happy and healthy in their relationships. 
So there's this whole ego piece that if I'm really a manly man, if I'm really worth it, I'm entitled to this. I'm entitled to have affairs. I work hard. I'm supposed to. And someone that I've worked with, they will even say that their man says that. Like, I kind of thought I was supposed to. There's this ancestral piece. My dad cheated. My uncles cheated. My boss cheated. Everybody at work cheats. And it's like this ego-driven piece that they sometimes feel like they're just fulfilling it because they're supposed to, because they're entitled to it, because it's just what men do. That phrase, boys will be boys. It's just what men do. Do men have a higher sex drive? Maybe, maybe not. Do men have some shame around having a high sex drive? Yeah, some do. So instead of asking you, they're going to default into this, this ego, into this belief that, ooh, men have a higher sex drive and men need this, blah, 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 blah. Like I said, none of this is simple. It's all convoluted. It's all complex. But if you really spiral down to the root cause, so much of it comes down to fear, shame, and anger. To that emotional immaturity, to that disconnection with being vulnerable and honest and understanding their feelings. Now, the last reason that men cheat, and again, this is just kind of a big bucket, but it's because they're a narcissist. They're a sociopath. They're a psychopath. They've got a mental health disorder. They've got an intimacy disorder. They've got an attachment disorder. This is like getting into that whole clinical bucket of there is really something wrong. And here's what I want to say about this last bucket, this big seventh bucket of all the mental health issues. So often when we are in a state of stress, it makes tendencies come out that might be there, but it's not that we really have a mental health disorder. There are not a lot of true psychopaths, sociopaths, narcissists, real attachment disorder, intimacy disorder. There are not a lot of like full-fledged, diagnosed, oh my gosh, this is awful, disordered people. But there are a lot of people who move in to exhibiting that kind of behavior when they're under stress. Just like I was saying earlier, if you look back to the point that you had trauma, and then you realize when you're fighting, you are reverting to an older version of yourself. Your partner is reverting to an older version of yourself. And now your two wounded selves are duking it out. And you're, they're making it worse. That's how it is with true mental health stuff. Yes, there's a lot of mental health problems out there, disorders out there, but not, not a lot of full blown, we can't ever deal with this, but there's a lot of wounding and pain and stress. And when we become wounded and filled with pain and filled with stress, we move into that unhealthy part of our personality. Now, here is something else that I want you to hear. 
when we are with somebody who is in their narcissistic, sociopathic, psychopathic tendencies, it triggers that in us too. We can be like a reflective narcissist. So the more narcissistic they become, then the more narcissistic we become because it brings it out in each other. Crazy begats crazy. So if you have ever thought, oh my God, I totally lost it and I'm acting crazy and this isn't me and I don't understand how to get out of this. Take a breath and understand the crazy in you is reacting and is activating because of the crazy in them. The crazy in you is activating because of the crazy in them. And chances are, the crazy in them is activating because of some enormously stress-filled, pain-filled, traumatic situation that they're dealing with. Reversing course, moving in to the understanding of, okay, I'm not crazy, breathe, back off, don't let myself get activated by them, this is where I need to move away, and then also giving them the space of who do you need to move away from, sometimes can tone it down. And again, that's just an awareness. When you look back over your relationship and you start thinking, why was I acting so crazy? The crazy in you was coming out because of the crazy in them. It's not a blame thing. It's not that they did it to you. Yes, you have your choices too. But just understanding sometimes, why do I feel so crazy? You feel crazy because you're being triggered by their crazy. And their crazy is probably being triggered by somebody else's crazy too. There are so many steps that we have to walk back. Mm, Let me rephrase that. There are so many steps that if you want to truly heal and understand and come together and find peace with, that you have to walk back. If you are okay saying, I wash my hands of this, I'm done. He cheated because he wanted out. He gets it. He cheated because he's crazy. I'm out. I'm fine. He cheated because he's completely emotionally immature and inept. And I don't really care what kind of trauma he had. I don't really care that his wounded toddler was coming out and done. That's fine. But if you want to be a little bit more self-aware, a little bit more clear It is going to help you find the peace and the understanding, not only in moving through this infidelity situation, but also in terms of making your next relationship better. Because you will have that self-awareness that this is my neurotic 13-year-old stepping forward. Oh, wow. I understand. And now I can tell her, just sit down. I've got this. Thank you for showing up, but I don't need you. And if you want to work on your marriage, if you want to co-parent better, if you want to be friends, even if you don't stay together, it is imperative that you understand that root cause. 
that you can get in touch with that fear, that shame, that anger that caused your partner. Think about that cause. The fear, the shame, or the anger causes your partner to want to be in a better relationship with you, want to not be in relationship with you, lean into substance addiction or abuse, seek external validation, feel and move into that pain and fear around emotional immaturity, seek to stroke their ego and feel entitled, or possibly even move into latent narcissistic, sociopathic, psychopathic attachment disorder tendencies. It's walking it back. Why did he cheat? Here are seven reasons why. What caused those seven reasons? Probably fear, shame, and anger. What caused the intensity of the fear, shame, and anger? Oftentimes, our society, our culture, the way men and women are socialized. It's not an excuse. It's an understanding. And then also, if you are a parent, you can help your kids understand some of what's going on. Some of this fear, some of this shame, some of this anger, you can help them become more mature, get more in touch with their emotions. You can talk about external validation versus internal validation and help raise them to validate themselves so they're not constantly looking for somebody else to do it for them. That's a really big thing. We spent a whole month in my coaching program on internal versus external validation because we all seek that external validation. And as long as we're seeking it, we are constantly caught up in somebody else's drama. And it's not until we can start validating ourselves that we are truly free and that we can really start building that self-love and that self-value and that self-worth. So why do men cheat? I think the bigger question is why does it matter why men cheat? And the answer to that question, why does it matter? It's so we can understand. So we can let ourselves off the hook. So we are no longer caught in this fear, shame, or anger of ourselves. So we're no longer in that shame that I did things wrong. I wasn't sexy enough. I wasn't pretty enough. I didn't cook enough. I didn't da 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 So we can let go of that anger and that bitterness that's keeping us stuck because who wants to be stuck? We want to move on. When we understand, then suddenly, okay, I'm mad, but I also understand it and it sucks, but I can let it go and move on because it's not about me. And then same thing with that fear. One of the biggest things that people talk to me about is how can I trust again? That's fear. That is fear. Fear that this partner is going to do it again or somebody else is going to do it again. So I can't trust. I can't trust because it's fear. Well, when you understand the root cause, when you understand the reason why, you know how to manage your own fear. 
You know how to let go of your own shame. And you know how to manage your own anger. So the reasons why, why men cheat don't matter for them. They matter for you. Understanding why men cheat matters for you, for your healing, for your processing, so you can let go of your own fear, shame, and anger, so you can come back to life and create the kind of life and relationships that you love going forward. Please reach out if you have any questions. Laura at lauracheadle.com. Have an amazing week. And as usual, always remember to flaunt exactly who you are because who you are is always more than enough. Are you looking for a great way to make new connections and spread your wings? Revel is a new kind of social platform exclusively for women over 40, where you can do just that. With virtual and in real life events, authentic conversations, and no ads, Revel is the community site exclusively designed for like-minded, fabulous, fun women in midlife. Learn more and join for free at hellorevel slash flaunt. That's hello, R-E-V is in Victor, E-L, dot com slash flaunt. Come join us. It's nourishing and super fun. Tune in next time to Flaunt. Find your sparkle and create a life you love after infidelity or betrayal with radio host and live choreographer Laura Cheadle every Wednesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Develop naked self-worth and reclaim your confidence, enthusiasm, and joy so you can create a life you love and embrace who you are today. Download your free Sparkle Through Betrayal Recovery Guide at NakedSelfWorth.com. 